Good evening and welcome to Tuesday Night Live, the midweek service for Bright Temple Church of God in Christ. I pray that each of you are blessed and encouraged and strengthened this evening as this broadcast reaches you. May I pray with you? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for these few moments that we have with your people. Lord, allow our spirits, our hearts, our minds to be open and receptive to what you have to say to us in the next few moments. Lord, do not allow us to miss a destiny moment because of stubbornness, because our minds and hearts and spirits are closed, or even because we're not attentive to what your word is trying to say to us in this moment. Lord, this is our moment. Let us capture every moment that you have for us to learn, to get better, to be sharper, to allow our lights to burn brighter, that we might be acceptable in your sight. And Lord, that we might be the, the example that you desire each of us to be to the world, that the world through us might be saved. In Christ's name we pray, amen, and be blessed. We've been sharing on Mother's Day a special sermon, and I pray each of you had an opportunity to watch our Mother's Day sermon. Uh, if you did not, I encourage you to go and find our streams. You can find our streams and also our uh, podcast. Uh, all of these are available if you just look on our website or if you just go to bit.ly forward slash Bright Temple there at the bottom of your screen. If you go to that location, you'll find us on Apple Podcasts. You'll find us on Spotify. You'll also find our YouTube channel. Uh, all of those contain any of our old streams. So if you missed our service or any of our previous service as we've been streaming in the past uh, year, you can find those services by going to bit.ly forward slash Bright Temple. Make sure you capitalize the B and the T and you can catch up with any of our streams and our services there. And we pray that you do. Also, we also want to remind you always, if you want to become a part of our ministry digitally, you can join us by texting Bright Temple. That's one word all together to 66866. That's just one of the ways that you can connect with us. You can go to bit.ly forward slash Bright Temple. As I mentioned, you can text Bright Temple, one word all together, to 66866. Or you can simply call us at 931-684-7356 and get connected to our ministry. However you desire to connect with us, we look forward to hearing from you very soon. We're going to go to the word of the Lord very quickly here. If you can follow us, uh, we had... On Mother's Day, a special message as I shared, but we've been sharing all this month from the series, The Relationship Contract. And specifically, we've broken down the elements of what makes up a contract relative to law. We first talked about the terms of the agreement. It's important that we agree on the terms of any agreement that we're coming together in, whether it be any relationship whether it be a romantic relationship, whether it be a friendly relationship, a filial relationship, if you will, there are terms and it's important as friends, as those who are connected, that we agree so that there aren't misunderstandings. 
When you say, what does faithful mean? When you say, what does love mean? That might mean different things to different people. So it's important to come together on those terms. We talked next about the offer. The offer, what exactly are we agreeing to in a relationship? When a man and a woman come together, when there is the beginning, the genesis of a romantic relationship, what are you truly starting? And it's important that you find out on the front end, what are you getting into? Uh, we shared in our message that if you look at a lot of the dating sites, uh, eHarmony.com and such sites, they have these long questionnaires. And you know what they're trying to determine in those questionnaires? They're trying to see if you agree on the terms. Are you trying to get in the same type of relationship? What does a committed relationship mean to you? And what does love mean? What does faithfulness mean? That's all those surveys are trying to determine. And when we get in relationships, we should understand the terms. The same with God. God laid out what he desires from us. We should love the Lord thy God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our might. Everything that is within us, that's what God desires from us. And if we truly want to have a committed relationship that is effective with God, we have to meet the terms of his offer. Since we shared a special message on Sunday for Mother's Day, we want to move to the next element of the contract. There is the offer, there is the acceptance, and there's finally the consideration. And today I want to talk to you about the acceptance. When you say acceptance, that means those are a manifestation of assent, a manifestation of your agreement to the terms, to the offer that has been given. For many of you who've purchased a home, you are familiar with an offer and an acceptance. When you make your offer on a home, then if the, per the seller accepts your offer, then you have a contract. If you, when you make an offer for how much you wanna pay, then when the seller accepts your offer, then you have a contract. Well, some of you might ask this question, and I thought it was something that we might want to consider tonight. What if we have terms that have to be met before the contract is formed? For example, many of you, you make an offer on a home, but then you say subject to an inspection. The offer is good subject to an inspection. So they can accept it, but the acceptance is often conditional. We're waiting to see what happens during the inspection. So I wanna to talk to you a little bit tonight about conditional acceptance and what that might mean in our relationship with God and what it might mean in our romantic relationships, in our friend relationships. What does conditional acceptance mean? So we're going to talk about that. And when I thought about it, I thought about the story of the Samaritan woman. The Samaritan woman was talking and conversing with Jesus, and she did not necessarily know what she was about to get herself into. But Jesus was trying to explain that to her. He was explaining to her the terms. He was making the offer. And then it was up to the Samaritan woman to accept Christ's offer. Let's pick up the word here in John chapter four. We're in John chapter four, and we're going to look at verses nine through 15. Again, if you go with us to John chapter four, we'll look and concentrate on verses nine through 15. 
And the word of the Lord there says in John chapter, John chapter four, verse nine, it says the Samaritan woman said to him, how is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw water with and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. Jesus was making an offer unto the unto this woman. And his offer was pretty simple. He was presenting to her himself. And that's Jesus greatest offer that he makes unto us. He offers us himself. And when he offers us himself, he is offering the fullness of who Jesus is. He's offering us the sacrifice that he made for us on Calvary. He's offering us his favor. He's offering us forgiveness that we can only find in him. When you accept the offer of Jesus Christ, you're accepting everything that is connected to him. What Jesus was saying to the woman and she was saying, woman, you don't understand the gift that stands right in front of you. You do not truly understand the gift of God. And many of us, we are made familiar with Jesus and we have been taught Jesus all of our lives. But do we truly understand the gift of God that is in front of us? Do we really accept the fullness of who Jesus Christ is? Because many of us will wear the T-shirts, but that's not full acceptance of Jesus. Jesus isn't even impressed when we call him Lord because he says, why call you me Lord, Lord, but do not the things that I say. The writers say we need to know him in the power of the resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and a stranger they will not heed. He's saying those who love me, those who are my friends, those who are connected to me, they obey me. They listen to what I have to say. They obey my words. So what Jesus was offering to this woman, she was looking at the benefits of being connected to Jesus. But was she ready to accept the fullness of who Jesus is? Maybe she was ready to acknowledge him as Lord, but was she willing to accept him as Savior? Remember the terms when Jesus laid out the contract for us, when he laid out his offer. He said, um, if you are to come after me, you have to deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow me. You have to 
disconnect from those things that have driven you before. You have to disconnect from your own passions and you have to connect to that which is important to me. You have to change your priorities. Remember we said what Jesus was saying is he comes along on the curb in a car and he's picking you up, but he doesn't allow you to drive. You have the option to ride, but you cannot drive. So this woman, she was ready to enjoy the benefits of maybe being in the car and taking a ride with Jesus. But, but was she really ready to submit to the direction that Christ desired to take her? And that's the question for all of us. Are you ready to fully submit to the direction that Christ is trying to take you? Are you willing, ready to give up your own will, your own priorities in order to forsake all? to follow him, to deny yourself, to take up your cross, to be prepared to, to know Jesus and the fellowship of suffering, to understand that I might go through some things for the sake of Christ. But Jesus says, so did, so did the disciples, so treated they the disciples who were before you. You have to understand the fullness and the fellowship of knowing who Jesus Christ is. And are we prepared to take that on? He speaks to the Samaritan woman and he talks about giving her water from which she'll never have to thirst again. And she was excited about the prospect of the benefits. But was she ready to fully accept all that Christ is? Remember, I told you relative to a housing contract, often we find conditional acceptance or even a conditional offer. The offer is conditional upon the, a, a successful inspection or sometimes the acceptance is conditional. Sometimes they accept, but they're really offering you something else. We'll accept at a higher price. In other words, it, it really amounts to another offer that you have to accept. It's a conditional acceptance where it requires the person who receives that the message to do something or to be willing to negotiate terms. And the problem with many of us as it relates to Jesus Christ is we have accepted Jesus' offer with conditions. We have conditions to our acceptance. We're not accepting the fullness of what Christ is expecting of us, but we have our own conditions. We have our own caveats. Lord, I, I, I'll do what you what you say. I'll I'll be saved. I'll live for you. But I'm not ready yet. I need a little more time. I, look, I need a few more years. There are some things that I need to do before I fully accept and commit to your will. That's not full acceptance. Other times we, we say to the Lord, it's not it's not time. But then we shut God out of certain aspects of our lives. We're like, Lord, I'll seek your will relative to this and I'll seek your will and I'll pray regarding that. But yet there are things that are occurring in my life that I still want to command control over. Things that I do not want to fully give over to you. There are some things that you have not fully given to God. And I, I want you to consider that for a moment. What is it in my life that I have not fully turned over to God? What is it that, that I still struggle with in turning over completely to him? 
Sometimes it might be our anger and we want releases and we're like, Lord, I, I, I love the Lord. I, I trust God. I, I trust God. But yet I still get angry and I and I say some things when I get angry. <laughs> Lord, you, you know, you just have to forgive me. The question I have for you is, have you fully given that over to God? We all make mistakes. We all err. We're not talking about making mistakes. We're talking about not fully submitting and committing and acknowledging and accepting the offer of Jesus Christ. I told you, he said he wants it all. He said, submit your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto me, which is your reasonable service. God wants all of you. And when we give him anything less than all, that's not full acceptance. That's conditional acceptance. So I want you to evaluate for yourself. Have I fully accepted the offer of Jesus Christ or have I conditionally accepted and added my own terms to what Christ has offered me? The same as in our relationships. Many times our relationships fail because being honest, we have not fully committed to them. We have not fully accepted the offer that has been extended unto us. We have to fully commit. We have to fully be ready to hand over our best. We talked a couple of weeks ago about the rich young ruler and, and, he want, he, and Christ was making the offer, but he wanted to accept Christ's offer with the condition that he keep his wealth. And Christ said, I need you to give that all over to the poor. It's not that the young man didn't want to accept, but he wanted to accept it on his own terms. He wanted to accept it subject to a few of his own conditions. Sometimes in relationships, because we don't give our all, we don't experience, we don't experience the fullness of what that relationship can be. We, uh, you hear so many things uh, about these relationships and I, I will go back to the scripture for a minute. She said to him, the woman said, sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. What she's saying is I want to accept your offer simply for the benefits. I want to accept your offer, but I only want the benefits. She's saying I don't want to have to work. I don't have to draw for it. I don't want to have to experience thirst again. I want to accept your offer as long as I receive the benefits. And some of us are in relationships solely for the benefits. And when the benefits seem to run out, we're ready to bolt and leave the relationship. We have not fully committed to the relationship. We have accepted the offer on our own terms. We have engaged in conditional acceptance. When you live your life like that, you miss out on so many opportunities. Some of us, we want raises on our jobs and we want our job to commit to us, but have we fully committed to our job? Have we fully committed to doing our best? Do we go in each day and give the very best of what we have? Have we fully submitted and accepted the offer of employment? Some of them made an offer of employment and you've been there for years. But by the way you work, it seems as if you have not fully accepted the offer. 
you accepted the offer only on your own terms. Some of us are in relationships that seem like they're stuck, they're stagnated because we did not fully commit to them. We did not fully accept the offer that was extended to us. We added our own terms to the relationship and therefore the relationship cannot grow. It cannot go to another level. It's stuck where it is because there is not a full commitment. Many of you have been in relationships where you were more committed than your partner and you knew any of you who've been there, you know how frustrating that is. You gave your best, you gave your all, day in and day out, you kept submitting your very best to that person. But despite all your efforts, they only gave a percentage of themselves. And because they did not give all of themselves, because they did not fully accept the offer of you that you presented, you said, I'll give my all but they only gave a percentage. They accepted on their own terms. So just imagine, just as you were frustrated with them, how frustrating it must be for Jesus Christ to know that he's given us his all. God gave us the only thing he had one of when he gave his only begotten son. But yet despite giving us his very best, sometimes we give God a small portion of ourselves. We have not fully accepted the offer. We accepted the offer on our own terms. We've engaged in conditional acceptance. And because of that, just like those carnal relationships, our relationship with God is stagnated. We cannot go to another level. We're stuck where we are because we have not fully accepted the offer of Jesus Christ. And I extend that offer to you again today. God continues to extend his offer to us. He says, if you confess your sins, he says, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. In other words, I'm extending the offer to you continually. I have not withdrawn my hand in extending the offer, but if you'll confess your sins, I'm faithful. I'm more faithful to you than you are to me. I'll forgive your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Who wishes to fully accept the offer of Jesus Christ today? May I pray with you? Heavenly Father, Lord, help us all, Lord. All of us have come short in fully accepting the offer of you. You gave all of yourself, but Lord, we've only given you portions of ourselves. And Lord, some of us are guilty not only of that in our relationship with you, but in a relationship with our spouses, our wives, our husbands, Lord, our children, our, our parents, our mothers, our, our, our brothers and sisters. Lord, we could give more of ourselves. We could more fully commit to those relationships so those relationships could grow so that they can go to another level, to another dimension so that they can, we can live the abundant life that Christ promised us by making his great sacrifice on the cross. And Lord, we apologize, we're sorry for coming up short of your standard, for not being as committed to you and faithful to you as you've been to us. But help us, Lord, to mark you, to follow your example so that we can be better, more committed Christians more committed husbands, more committed wives, more committed brothers, sisters, fathers, mothers, children. 
Let us commit in our relationships that we might be pleasing in your sight. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. And God bless you. I pray that you've been blessed by what you've heard on tonight. I pray that you will live to commit fully, not only to Jesus Christ, but to each of your relationships, that you might show forth a bright light that only Christ can give. I pray that this has blessed you. And I pray that you live with faith and expectation, great expectation, until I shall see you again. Be blessed. I hope and pray that each of you were touched and inspired by our service today. If you wish to partner with us, you can do so by give a fun. Download the app on Apple Store or Google Play and search for Bright Temple. If you wish to partner with us on Cash App, just look for Bright Temple in the two line. And in the four line, tell us the purpose of your gift. If you would rather mail your gift, you can mail us at Bright Temple, Post Office Box 453, Shelbyville, Tennessee, 37162. Thanks in advance for your generosity, and we pray God's blessings on you and your gift.